0: Hello everybody. Paul Jancarella here from Profits and Success. Here to bring you another podcast episode from Marketing: Motivations. And before I begin, I wanted to uh, welcome you, if you have not already been aware, of the new title. Of the podcast, uh, I thought more marketing motivations was a, a bit more appropriate. so being that this is the beginning of a new week, uh, I had a uh, enjoyable weekend, although um, part of the task on Saturday and Sunday for my wife and I was to do some landscaping. We had to get rid of a, a lot of hydrangeas that were kind of crowding on other shrubs and such. And it was, you know, it was a bit of a grind. It was not easy work. We had a neighbor, thank God, help us that has a little bit of know how. And on Sunday, we ended up clearing out another mulch bed with, you know, all the weeds and, and the leaves. And I said to my wife, I said, look above us. Look at these trees that still have leaves on them. We're going to be doing this, you know, in a couple of weeks, you know. Bottom line is we did the yard work both days. You wouldn't be able to tell we did any yard work except for my wife and I. You know what I mean? it's it's, it's kind of... Um, I don't want to say devastating, but it, it's it's kind of uh, begrudging. Uh, no, I don't want to say begrudging. You you're kind of bummed out, you know. I guess I guess you could leave it at that. Uh, and, and the fact of the matter is, um, that relates to a lot of our businesses. You know, we do all this work, whether it be on social media, making YouTube videos, and we don't seem to get. Much leeway from it, uh, any any traction from it, initially. But as you move along and you go into the next weekend and the next weekend and the next weekend, you'll start to make a, a a big dent where people will start to notice. And who cares if they don't? You know what I mean? We'll be fulfilled in a certain respect as long as we're happy. And the same with your businesses. Uh, whether it be affiliate marketing, uh, whether you have a coaching business, I'm going to getting into to public speaking, you know, there's a lot of stories, scenarios that you can uh, relate relate on. And that brings me to my first quote uh, of the day was, God speaks to us in the silence of our hearts. And I've, I've read that quote several times and I said, geez, you know, what does it mean, really? And it's not necessarily being quiet and in perfect um, meditation, so to speak, to hear God, but to be silent, which is a difference than being quiet. Being silent is being in tune with our Creator, And when we do that, we find ourselves doing things to move us in that direction, or we are nudged to do things that move us in that direction. And and when I say that direction, uh, I I don't necessarily mean just God alone, but our goals, our objectives, and our Really, uh, you know, our dreams, you know, we need to really believe in ourselves. You know, once you make the decision, you will find all the people, resources, and ideas you need every time. And that's Bob Proctor, you know, uh, making the decision, the concrete decision to do it, not half-heartedly, but wholeheartedly, you're going to find and you're going to run into everyone you can possibly imagine to help you. Every single time. So that takes a lot of faith. Um, the other quote that I have here, I, I made it into a Facebook post, had to be about a year ago or thereabouts. Uh, ships. Ships don't sink because of the water around them. Ships sink because of the water that gets into them. You know, don't let what's happening around you get inside of you and weigh you down. You know, we can't avoid strife. We can't avoid conflict at times. We can't avoid negativity all of the time. But what we can control is our thought patterns and our mindset. And if we don't let that negativity get into our minds and seep down into our subconscious and get hold of that paradigm and and strengthen it, um, we will be better off. In other words we dismiss those thoughts, we put positive thoughts in our mind, in our conscious minds, and into our subconscious, it it slips and starts to chip away at that paradigm that's holding us back, if you will. Um, The distance between insanity and genius is measured by success. You know, if done with love... And it's done well. And and that's something to hold on to as well. Uh, Something made with love, done with love, given with love, uh, is, is well done, even if it's not received, you know, graciously. And Bishop Barron had a good quote. He said, Your being increases in the measure that you give it away now what is he saying there because that can seem a bit um cryptic in a certain respect um your being increases in the in the measure that you give it away in other words the more generous that you are the more selfless and not selfish that you are, your being, your internal being increases in a good way and the more you give of yourself, the more you'll have of yourself and the more you'll receive from others and that's something that I've experienced firsthand. Uh, there was a homily this morning at Mass by Father Najem, and to paraphrase one of the things he, he was saying was that Jesus is continuous, continuously present throughout our lives. Whether we realize it or not, he's continuously present throughout our lives. Do we have the awareness... Of recognizing that presence you know and that and that's the key and if you recognize that presence, that will be able to take you um, on a journey that you could only dream about. you know God wants us to be happy in our own wholesome ways He doesn't necessarily want us to be constantly in prayer or Giving of ourselves, we want a good balance. But the more generous that we can be uh, in word, thought, and action, um, we are going to increase our inner being tremendously. And uh, Frederick Douglass said if there is no struggle, there's no progress. You know, and it's that simple, and you all know that. I'm sure you've all heard this uh, before. You know, if, if you want to lose weight and you get on to an exercise plan, um, you're going to struggle uh, physically and mentally um, in, in trying to um, run or, or, or walk or lift weights or whatever it may be in order to make progress of your goal. And, you know, the majority of the work in losing weight isn't so much in the gym, but what you do outside of the gym. You know, what are you putting in your mouth, uh, for meals, for snacks, you know, are they healthy? And it can be painful to choose a grilled chicken salad over a, you know, chicken parm sandwich. You know, it's, 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 it's the choices we need to make. And Darren Daly today, uh, Darren Hardy said in his Ask Me Anything question, The art of being a great interviewer and what does it compromise or what does it uh, involve. And everything comes down to connecting with another human being and getting them to open up for any purpose in any environment. You know, who is the person behind the success? You want to find that out. You know, when they open up is really when the interview really begins. That's the objectives, to get them to open up. So in order to do so, you must go first. In other words, expo- expose your vulnerabilities, uh, trials and tribulations you've had, um, you know, things that you've gone through. Maybe, uh, you know, a silly traffic mishap uh, on the way there you know something to make you look real and, and and allow them to say hey listen it's safe to be human you know um the second step is to be prepared you know find some hidden secrets of the individual what they're all about what they've done what they like what their interests are you know what will make it memorable and then the third thing is ask questions in the first person, you know, how can I better myself through your experience? Um, You know, the master at this is is Oprah, you know. So the question for all of us is, how are we going to be using these three tips? And and again, I'm not saying we're all interviewers. This is for for, for clients that you want to maybe get to know that you're building rapport with. Uh, maybe you had an opportunity to um, speak or correspond with a Russell Brunson or a um, Anthony Morrison or a, you know, Tony Robbins. You know, those, those are some things that, that you certainly would, would want to get to. And the insight of the day is all you could want is already available. And the only thing that waits to be matched is your beliefs. That's it. You just need to believe in what you want. Everything else is here. It doesn't have to be reinvented, recreated. It's already there. It's just a matter of us and you um, believing in yourself and to exist in life just for yourself is meaningless you receive more satisfaction when you relate to someone greater than yourself and that could be um, creator of the universe that could be uh, a friend, that could be a a celebrity, so to speak, it could be your spouse, it could be your children, you know, there could be a number of things, but to exist in life just for you is pointless, is fruitless. You'll receive more when you give of yourself, and that's kind of been the theme today. Uh, and no matter your physical or mental limitation you can be anything you want to be as long as you put the work in and believe in yourself you know very simple and i'm gonna end on a little story the turtle and the geese Uh, there was a turtle and two geese they shared a pond for many years, but a, draught, a dr- excuse me—a drought had set in. So they waited around a couple days, and the geese decided to fly away for better conditions. And the turtle was scared, and begged them to take him with them but they had no way to transport him. And he continued to beg and plead with them. till finally, one of the geese came back with a large stick that was very strong. And the geese warned the turtle not to speak at all until he was directed to and he had to bite on the center of the stick and not let go. At which time, the geese then grabbed an end of the stick and flew him away. One goose on one side, one goose on the other side. And the turtle, in the middle, holding on, with his dear jaw. When they arrived at the village miles away, they were greeted with ridicule, and it was very frustrating, mainly for the turtle, since they were directing their hazing toward him. And when they landed, the turtle let them have it. But the only problem was, he fell to his death because they hadn't quite landed yet. So the moral of the story is silence is the fence around wisdom. And I had to read it a couple times. Silence is the fence around wisdom. And I'm like, what does that exactly mean? And what it means is, wise is the one who keeps their speech in check. Contained, in a sense, by the fence, which is silence. You know, and that just leaves me to believe that I need to be that way, um, with maybe a stranger, uh, that cuts me off or someone that's driving too close or, you know, I, I get irritated, um, on the highway, you know, I need to let that go and just put it aside and understand that silence is the fence around wisdom. Because if there's no fence, that wisdom will not be contained by me. So I thought that was a good um, little story. You know, they're not the they're not the most captivating, but they are good stories nonetheless. And with that, I plan on sharing with you folks some, some insights that I have earned in my 49 years of life. I can only go back to probably 1974 when I was two. I remember being placed in a baby carriage and uh, going for a walk in bits and pieces of that particular event, but it was in my parents' garage. And I share that with you is, is because the the more memorable, um, your stories will be is if the more memory you have of them, you know? Uh, and again, this, this, there could be stories that happened, you know, yesterday for crying out loud. Um, but it's good to come up with a a good story uh can be humorous uh can be inspiring uh it can be um inspirational um you know that's uh, what i say about my 17-year-old son when he was diagnosed with cancer at age 5 you know he was in kindergarten he's a senior now um you know things happen in a great way. And that's what we have to focus on. So, with that, I will check in with you tomorrow, Lord willing. And in the meantime, be well, stay well, and we'll talk to you soon.